You are listening to a Sunday sermon from St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Bellevue, Washington. We are a community that seeks God's presence, serves Christ and others, and grows together in faith. Welcome to our podcast. The following sermon was preached on the last Sunday after Pentecost, November 24, 2019, by the Reverend Sarah Butler Chiroffi, Senior Associate Priest at St. Thomas. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. When they came to the place that is called the Skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. They cast lots to divide his clothing. The people stood by watching Jesus on the cross. But the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who was hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sense of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into his kingdom, come into your kingdom. He replied, Truly I tell you, Today, you will be with me in paradise. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. So I will attend to you for your evil doings, says the Lord. Then I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold. Keep that in mind. Upon entrance to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, (laughs) the fabled school system of the Harry Potter series, each student is sorted into one of four different houses. Slytherin, Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, and Hufflepuff. If you know nothing of this series, here's a quick primer from the Hogwarts sorting hat the magical hat that each student puts atop their heads to discover what house they'll be in. One of the Sorting Hat songs goes like this. In times of old, when I was new and Hogwarts barely started, the founders of our noble school thought never to be parted. United by a common goal, they had the self-same yearning to make the world's best magic school and pass along their learning. Together we will build and teach the four good friends decided, and never did they dream that they might someday be divided. So how could it have gone so wrong? How could such friendships fail? Why, I was there, and so can tell the whole sad, sorry tale. Says Slytherin, we'll teach just those whose ancestry is purest. Said Ravenclaw, we'll teach thus those whose intelligence is surest. 
said Gryffindor, we'll teach all those with brave deeds to their name. Said Hufflepuff, I'll teach the lot and treat them just the same. And so it goes. Slytherins became associated with the Dark Lords in what essentially boiled down to racism in the wizarding world. Ravenclaws were the know-it-all geniuses of the group. Gryffindors were known to be brave and cunning and were always starting things. And so you know, Harry and his two best friends around which most of the series revolved were sorted into Gryffindor. So everyone pretty much, like myself, want to be Gryffindor. And Hufflepuffs, well, that's simply everybody else who might not manifest some special quality that sets them apart from others. One of the other Sorting Hat songs characterizes them as hardworking, just, and loyal. I have a confession to make. While I certainly have done many brave and courageous things in my life, at my core, I know that I am a Hufflepuff. I took the official Sorting Hat quiz on Pottermore, a website devoted to Harry Potter fans. The questions were a little vague, so for the first time, I wasn't able to manipulate the answers to configure myself into Gryffindor. It's like, what picture do you like? What animal is like you? I don't know, a pony? Um, sometimes the truth is hard to accept. So friends, why have I gone on and on about Harry Potter when he thought I was going to be up here talking about Jesus Christ the King? Well, that's the way my brain works, for one. <laughs> and because I think that there's a lot in common with the Hogwarts' least revered house, there's this thing we're all trying to do when we discover Jesus and decide to turn our lives around and follow him. In the Tuesday Bible study class, we've been reading a book by Richard Rohr called The Universal Christ. Our time with this book has been chock full of shattering the black and white conceptions of Jesus and decide, oh, black and white conceptions of Jesus we may have internalized as children and young Christians. And we're now forging ahead into the mind-expanding, full-of-mystery Christ to believe that everything belongs. How might our perspective change if we also believed that everything belongs? This is a gray area. That sin isn't something we can ever fully avoid in this earthly life. And that that's okay because that's not the end of our story. We can embrace the capacity for evil in ourselves and yet choose to live beyond our basest instincts. To joy and mercy and grace with the hurting world around us. Not because we're the saviors of the world, that will always be Jesus' job but because we carry in our hearts a message of healing and unity and love. And we also know the pain of suffering, of grief and despair. And that belongs too. But that suffering, friends, doesn't define us. We shed away that false armor we use to protect ourselves, thoughts that we only are the rightful heirs of God's glory, that we're the smartest person in the room, that the strong and brave mask we wear to conceal our weaknesses is only temporary. 
In Jesus Christ, says Richard Rohr, God's own broad, deep, and all-inclusive worldview is made available to us all. A mature Christian sees Christ in everything and everyone else. And that is a definition that will never fail us, always demand more of us, and give us no reasons to fight, exclude, or reject anyone. According to a random sample of Harry Potter fans, Hufflepuff is the least desirable house into which people want to be sorted. Only 7%, according to one survey. But even author J.K. Rowling's daughter says that everyone should want to be in Hufflepuff, to want to strive to see beyond party lines, skin color, economic station, and ability in order to truly believe that the concept of normal is an evil myth that draws us further and further from the love of God. That radical welcome and love of individuals and communities really is the only way toward unity and healing. And I, Jesus, will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold. We hear the prophet Jeremiah foretell. This, friends, is a brave and courageous message. Pop culture loves a mashup, so maybe we're to become griffin puffs, courage, courageously kind, or even more honest, maybe we just need to be slithercrawl griffin puffs, a combination of all four houses, a true recognition of the angry counterpart to our love, the sadness factor of our joy, the shadow side of our light. It's all good, and it all belongs, and all shall indeed be well. For more information about St. Thomas Episcopal Church, please visit our website, www.stthomasmedina.org. That's www.stthomasmedina.org.